What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on this Thursday morning here. Talking a few different things, but really fast. Uh, this episode, we're going to have it sponsored by my friends over at Protein Candy, which is actually the planet's number one fitness beef jerky. So if you guys are beef jerky fans uh, and you want to try it out, I will shoot you a 20% off discount code if you dig it. Uh, their website, ProteinCandy.com. If you ever want to use it, just JSF20 will get you guys 20% off. Uh, they use all real shit. I'm a huge fan of it. If you guys go down the ingredients, uh, you know, when you go to a normal gas station, some of the beef jerkies have some. They just throw a lot of sh- horse shit in there, basically is what I'm saying. So these guys, gluten-free, no preservatives, soy-free, no MSG, no added sugars, no added nitrates. It's very macro-friendly for you guys. The first ingredients, organic grass-fed beef. Brewed coffee are the first two things in this beef jerky. And I can't say it enough. It is legit. I do love it. Uh, the packages are amazing. It comes perfect for you. So if you want to crush it, it's there for you. So hit me up. Shoot me a DM. But again, it's at ProteinCandy.com. And the code is JSF20 to get you 20% off. They'll ship it right to your house. Uber fast. And it is amazing. So this is a perfect tie-in uh, to actually today's episode, which is Living Lean. 24 7 365 how to stay ripped and obviously you know make progress and make you know quote unquote the gains you want to see at least in your body and your system and obviously having a high quality protein like my man at protein candy will help you guys do the trick so with that said um, everybody wants this most of the people that i talk to in terms of our online uh, coaching clients and the, and the dudes i see come in here too and women as well Uh, The dudes typically want to do two things at once. They want to be big and they want to be ripped. And they want to do it at the same time together. And they want it almost instantly, which we all know is damn near impossible because it's short of being like the novice level trainer or someone who is ridiculously like out of shape. To do two at once is tough. To get big and to get ripped at the same time is hard to do. So for most of us, living lean, um, whether that's ripped or shredded or toned or tight or just feeling you know, leaner than you currently are is the goal for almost everybody. And it's not just to do it for a pool party or a vacation or a trip. It's literally to do it 24-7, 365. Now, there's levels of this. And obviously, you know... Staying lean and building muscle doesn't have to involve, you know, eating foods that you completely hate and depriving yourself and your life of all fun. It's just not the truth. Uh, I'm going to walk you guys through the process of of what I do, what I've seen work for our people, for myself, and hopefully you guys can take it and do it with you too. Um, In full disclaimer, uh, uh, you know, lean is a a rather relative term uh, in general that covers a, a wide range of body fat. You know, for some people, lean is... 6%. 6%. For other people, lean is 10%. For other people, it's 15 Some people, it's 20 But for the sake of this podcast and in my own personal opinion, let's consider anything, you know, for dudes around 10%, you know, to be relatively lean and for women around 20% to be relatively lean. Now, obviously, as those numbers tear down, the game changes drastically. Obviously, to go from 10% to 6% is a night and day difference. Same thing for females. If you're at 22%, to 17%, two completely different things. And on average, you guys, just body fat, men and women are going to be about a 10% difference, give or take, uh, just 
how we're built uh, genetically. You know, guys are going to be about 10% leaner. Uh, to the let's say applicable female on the same end of the spectrum she's gonna be about 10 percent higher so if you're a dude and you're at like 10 and you're a female you're at like 20 you're about in the same boat if that makes sense to you guys so just know ladies out there your husbands are probably always going to be leaner if you're leaner than them crushing him more respect to you but on average you know if, if your husband's at 13 and you're at you know 23 24 25 eh, you guys are about the same level of let's say leanness if you will now again i'm just throwing these arbitrary numbers out there and that's i'm, I'm talking ballpark stuff genetically we're all a little bit different now i want to say this before i, I really rip into this we all have a, a certain ceiling or a range that we allow ourselves to live, you know, basically our life and throughout the year. We have a body fat set point where, you know, if you want to call it your homeostasis, like your natural rhythm, your natural body fat set point, we all kind of have that. Where we all live within an easy range, where we can eat a certain way um, and we naturally kind of sit there. And then there's an example that we have what I like to call our fat ceiling, uh, for example, of, of how fat we're willing to let ourselves get. Uh, for example, uh, some people, their fat ceiling might be 300 pounds. That might be it. For some people, it might be 10% body fat. And when they get to that kind of that threshold, they know they are they might not be comfortable living there or they're okay living there for a little bit. And then they want to be a little bit leaner. So they do the things to bring themselves back down. So for example, if I have obligations of like photo shoots, uh, video shoots, more specifically now at this point, uh, back in the day when it was, you know, competitions being on stage, Generally, uh, I would be anywhere from probably that five, six percent range, maybe seven, depending on what it was for. But typically, the leaner you could be, the better. So if it's like you know, short of bodybuilding, which is like five, four, in that kind of range, and the other stuff, five, six, seven, uh, for most people is ridiculously lean, and that's what I would try to show up to do uh, with most of the shoots and stuff and things that we have going on. Uh, that takes obviously consistent effort. Uh, training and, and precise eating for most people to do that. Now, come let's say Christmas time, depending on how many cookies I stuff in my face, you know, post workout, uh, or if I'm looking to put on some size. Which at this point in my life, I'm really not. You guys, when I was younger, for sure. Uh, for the record, I'm six foot two. Uh, I weigh two hundred and twenty-two pounds. I weighed at the doctor on Monday, which is a little bit lighter than I usually am. And as I get into the, to the two and the teens, I start to look, you know really ripped. If I get under like, you know, 210, uh, it's a game changer. And I can drop probably like five or six pounds in a day. So that's just who I am and how I'm kind of built. So with that said, we all have that kind of window. But for me, if it's around Christmas time, um, I probably reach my fat ceiling, which is closer to probably like, you know, let's say eight or nine percent, meaning my abs are still there and they're defined, but they're a little bit thicker than like the five percent Jeremy that we you probably see on certain videos and, and, and photo shoots and magazine covers and all that kind of shit. So for some people, that window can be anywhere from 13 to 18 percent or higher, 28 percent, 35 percent. The point is we all live our lives in a certain body fat range. And I'm going to walk you guys through, you know, how I personally kind of live my life in that kind of five to nine percent range, 24, 7, 365 with enjoying my life to the fullest. Now, at this point, I don't shift as much as I used to in my younger days, but still when I have to turn it on, I for certainly do. And it's just tightening things up on the eating, maybe adding in a little bit more work. But for the most part, I live, I would say day to day. Last time we did DEXA scan uh, in Bod Pod and Calipers all on the same day, uh, the highest I was was 7%, and that was Bod Pod. And the lowest I was was with the Calipers, which was uh, just over 5%. And so uh, the DEXA scan was like 6 ish. 
And so that's kind of where I live, like right in that range. So just so I give you guys a reference point. Now, the number one key uh, to staying lean every single day is being consistent. The biggest factor in anything in life, I believe, is consistency with your training, but more importantly, with your eating. The nutrition plan has to be key. Eating to get lean and stay lean is not always sexy and it's not always easy. Most of you guys know I come from the intermittent fasting world. If you need to refer back to my intermittent fasting podcast, please listen to it. Uh, It's been a lifesaver for me. It's a complete game changer. It is the only thing that keeps me sane. It not only for the vanity part of it, but that the health aspect of it and how I feel and the energy I have and how not bloated and gross and disgusting and lethargic. It's amazing uh, what it's done for me personally. So I'm a huge advocate of it. It's not for everybody, uh, but it's for me, which it's the easiest way where I can do that. I practice fasting every single day of the year. There's never a day I don't do it. That's just me. I'm not recommend that for everyone. That's just me and how I roll. I never eat breakfast under no circumstance do I waver from this. It helps me stay consistent with my schedule of uh, how I go to the bathroom, how much energy I have, how I sleep, and everything in between. Uh, Even if you're not an intermittent fasting person, you can still stay consistent with your macros day in and day out. Uh, I mean, you guessed it, you guys. It's it's planning ahead. It's having a plan if I'm going to eat two meals today or three meals a day or four meals a day or however many fucking meals it is, it doesn't matter. It's whatever you feel comfortable with. But at least like mapping it out the night before so know what to do the next day. And that involves obviously planning, writing down and knowing what the macro should be, knowing what the work activity is going to be. And at least even if you deviate from the plan, you have a structure and it's laid out for you. So even if the structure doesn't go perfect, you at least have some bones to kind of follow through with. Now, like everything, if it's important to you, uh, like any goals in your life, you need to write things down at least at first. Over time, it'll just become something that you do or it'll be something that you already just know. So if you eat the same two or three meals, you know what the macros will be. You might not have to track it on my fitness pal every single day. But at first, you guys just have to be willing to put in the work. And the reality is most anything, be it training, playing sports, running a business, in this case, eating to stay lean, You have to be consistent. If you're consistently eating real, clean, whole foods that fit your macros and are micronutrient dense, meaning they keep you healthy with vitamins and minerals, day after day, eventually the results will follow. What doesn't work is eating perfect for three days, thinking you did amazing, rewarding yourself by smashing two fucking pizzas because you earned this quote unquote cheat meal. If you break down the numbers wise, for most people, we always throw all these arbitrary numbers like the 90-10 rule. So 90% of the time, you're doing awesome and 10% of the time, you're feeding your body full of shit. That's kind of like the, you know, would be an ideal breakdown for most people. I, I don't think there is 100% perfect. I just don't think it exists. So basically, if, if you find most people can dominate and live a happy, healthy, leaner you know, than average life if they follow kind of that 90-10 protocol. Some people will say 80-20, it's cool. You just have to know your genetics and and know how bad your 10% is or how bad your 20% is. And now for me personally, you know, what I do now compared to what I do five years ago, you know, we would compete, you know, whether it's be bodybuilding or physique or, you know, whatever it was. And I would go, you know, nuts for this duration. And then as soon as it was, oh, you'd off stage, it's like, oh shit, I haven't had pizza in this long. And you tend to do this roller coaster of like really restrictive and then the binge eating shit and it's just this roller coaster of crap. I'm an all or nothing person. I do think your life is better with balance and if you can do the I fit your macro stuff, but you have to know your personality type and what you can handle. So for me, I try to crush it in the days I crush it. I've gotten better with uh, portion control and enjoying some things, but I'm still not a, oh, let's buy a box of donuts and have one. There's no fucking chance, dude. I'm going to crush all 12 and I'm going to think about it. So for me... 
I try to keep it, you know, that 90% pretty funky and then 10% I enjoy myself. But again, even in a healthier format of I'm not crushing, you know, two pizzas and eating 15 donuts at once anymore. I just, I don't want to feel like shit uh, above anything else. So number two, you guys, I think the biggest key is you have to eat stuff that you like. Uh, It's important for long-term success. If you truly want to be lean every single day of the year. Um, I remember years ago when I, you know, competing and getting on stage, I would eat fish uh, during contest prep. And uh, I hated fish uh, for some reason, but I always thought it was a must for me. Uh, and it's just not true. Now, I like fish in my older age and how we we do it now. But back then, I'm doing like like basically fucking plain cod with like salt and pepper uh, and asparagus. And it just sucks, dude. And nobody wants to just eat the same basic shit. Nobody wants to eat fish like for their third meal of the day uh, after it's been sitting in Tupperware and it's got that kind of, you know, gelatinous glue-like substance on it. It just creeps me out. But... Um, and again, you guys, I've been to, you know, hundreds of photo shoots and video shoots and, and been on stage and over the last, you know, probably five years. And not once have I eaten fish at any point unless I truly wanted to eat it. The point is, is there's not just one specific way to get lean. There's not just one magic food. If you hate chicken, don't eat it. If you hate broccoli, don't include it in your meals. You know, try bison, give asparagus a shot, find foods that you generally enjoy consuming or ways you enjoy consuming them, how you prepare them, whether you, <clears throat> excuse me, bake them, cook them, steam them, grill them, something works for you, um, but you shouldn't be doing shit you hate every single day. It makes it a lifestyle and not just a quote unquote diet or contest prep or photo shoot cutting or whatever the, the phrasing you want to use is because that only works for so long until you crack and eventually will all crack. So eating should not have to be terrible. There's so many amazing foods out there and how you guys prepare them. It just comes down to you finding the combos of foods that you love that fit your own nutritional plan and your obviously macro goals. At that point, you stop turning it into just preparing for something or dieting for something. It becomes just your life. And my friends, that is the key. You have to enjoy the journey of it, at least at some point. You love the meals you eat. You're hitting the macros. Being lean is now just a lifestyle. It's just something you do, not something you're chasing for six to 12 weeks. And then you blow it up as soon as your photo shoot or video shoot or uh, wedding is over or trip is over or whatever the event was you're training for. Now, I'm not saying don't have external motivators to crank it up, to turn it up and to do a little bit better, but don't make it so restrictive you hate the process of it. And again, there's going to be things that you might eat you don't like. But again, if you don't like kale, don't fucking eat that. I think kale is disgusting in my personal opinion. Now I'll have it sometimes in certain things, but I'm not going to buy it because I won't eat it. It's gross. I'd rather do spinach if I'm going to go the green leafy route. There's almost always a substitute, you guys. And there's not something specific you have to have. That's the key. And then number three, uh, don't deprive yourself. I think this goes without saying you can't be so restrictive you hate every second of every day. And when I said I mean it, if you want to eat pizza now and then and have a couple of drinks with your friends, you can. I mentioned the 90-10 rule above, which works for most people. But if you want to take it a step further on this journey, uh, what I would say is find a rhythm that works for you. I'm all about eating something you love at least once a week or drinking something depending on what your preference is. If you want to go drinks or food or a combo of both, you can. Now, I know people who eat perfect for, you know, 8, 10, 12, 16 weeks for like a show or a shoot or a project. And the minute they get off stage or they get off set, they blow it up. They gain a shit ton of weight back in a week. 
Does that sound healthy to you guys? No. It's a fucking eating disorder. I don't care what people say. It just is. It's not healthy mentally uh, to... A, it creates this psychological you know, war in your brain of like what is healthy, what is not. And then people get confused and they start looking at food different. I remember... I won't say a name here, but I remember we're we're getting we're gonna we're about to compete uh, with with a buddy of mine in the, in the same show. This is years and years ago, and we're there. And we're both ridiculously lean, you know, shredded abs, you know, veins in your abs, the, the the gross shit you see. And I remember him looking at somebody taking a bite of an apple, and his comment was, "He goes, oh my god, man, I can't believe someone wants to put that much sugar in their body at one time." No, it's someone eating a fucking apple. It's not like they're crushing, you know. One of those Krispy Kreme fucking, you know, double cheeseburgers where the bun is Krispy Kreme on top, Krispy Kreme on bottom, and then like two patties and two pieces of cheese. They're not doing that. They're taking a bite of a fucking apple, which has pectin in it, which has fiber in it, which has micronutrients in it. But the point is that your your brain changes when you become so deprived and when you become so restricted, you start to see food as something different. Now, I'm not saying you can crush 14 pieces of fruit in a day. But you can have a fucking apple. Like, be a normal human once in a while. And it it blows my mind. I just, I can't understand it. Depriving yourself of everything for weeks and weeks and weeks, only to eat everything the soon as the event ends. So my suggestion is on the journey, don't be so deprived of the stuff you love. Pick just one. And yes, that means just one time per week. Pick maybe a 60-minute window uh, and eat whatever you like. And yes, that would be anything. You can still be peeled and and ripped and shredded like an onion every single day if you take a 60-minute window each week and completely fucking tank it with pizza and ice cream and beers and whatever is calling your name. Go ham on it and enjoy it. Just make sure you limit it to a 60-minute window. This way you get out the urge, it's gone, and you can be refocused moving forward. It works best for me typically like you know, post-workout or after like a really hard training or Metcon day, um, example like heavy legs and back or pushing sleds or like longer aerobic stuff for me like, you know, 5,000 ski, 5,000 row and then I push a sled. A workout that takes probably an hour to 90 minutes of kind of all out, you know, melt your face off stuff. And if you've been 100% legit for like six and a half days on like, let's say you're on a lower carb plan and you end up packing on, you know, in that 60 minute window, 300 carbohydrates or throughout the day, if you want to choose it, I like the 60 minute window. I think tanking a whole day is fucking ridiculous. And I think it leads into a lot of other unhealthy shit. So I think if you set the clock and you're like, yeah, man, we're at dinner, boom, 60 minutes is awesome. And even if you want to bring it home, it's fine. As long as you're buying single serving stuff and you either eat it all or you throw it in the trash and and maybe have to spray it with Windex. And I say that because I've known people who have thrown like Oreos in the trash on the top and then went back in the trash can later and grabbed them and stuck them in their mouth. If you're listening out there, you guys know who you are. And it does happen. So spraying with Windex typically avoids it. So if you're going to eat Oreos with Windex, stop listening to this podcast and go get some help from somebody because there's something else with your brain going wrong. My point is this. If you can go out to dinner and do it, great. If it's at your home, make sure that the hour is up, it's up. Odds are, depending on your training and your overall nutrition plan, it might help you out more than you think. And it kind of acts as, you know, not not technically a refeed day. I mean, depending on what you eat, it, it can be. But whatever type of food you consume, it actually can, like, boost leptin. You can take advantage of the training day the next day, have more energy, and everything in between. So, again, these are just tips, you guys, to staying lean every single day. If you're trying to get ripped to the bone, like, 
you know, 5% body fat, um, or you're trying to put on size for that matter while staying lean, like maybe 8, 9, 10%. These tips can kind of help you stay on track, but also allow you to still live a normal fucking life and be a human. Because being shredding, being shredded or putting on muscle mass, for example, you don't have to live out of Tupperware. You don't have to eat every three fucking hours. You don't have to, you know, skip every meal and happy hour with friends. You can still be a normal human. It just takes proper planning ahead of time. You simply need to stay consistent, find real whole legit foods that you enjoy eating that fit your macros and don't deprive yourself for too long and don't go too extreme. It's a lifestyle guys. I don't think of it in terms of diet or contest or photo shoot prep. I'm just trying to live large and live lean 24-7, 365 and hopefully some of these tips can help you guys do the same. So again, it's all about finding what works for you guys but again, the three biggest tips I can give you guys are one, stay consistent, Plan and prep ahead, track your macros, have your stuff mapped out, what restaurants you're going to, what you're going to eat the night before, what you have going on travel-wise. Number two, try eating shit you like. Stop feeding your face full of fucking foods you hate. You might eat a few things that aren't great just because you're doing them to be healthy, and that's cool. But overall, in the macro picture, you like the stuff you're eating. And then number three... Don't deprive yourself so much and so hard. Enjoy yourself on the journey. But just know, and I'll do a podcast on this about abs, like is the juice worth the squeeze and and how deep we go into it. But if you want to enjoy beers, that's fine. Just know if your goal is to be on the you know, the cover of men's health, you're probably going to have to crank it up a little bit. But if your goal is just to look good on the beach and be relatively lean and healthy, you can still eat pizza and have booze and do all the shit you like every single week. It just comes down to how much of it can you do, how well have you ate before that, and how hard is your training. And genetically, you know, how lucky are you and how much shit can you get away with. So... Hopefully that helps you guys. Any other questions, hit me up. Let me know if there's something you want to hear more specific on the podcast. I'm happy to do it. I just know the living lean one is a big thing because it's a lifestyle. And that's probably the biggest key is I don't feel this is that hard for me at this point. When I have to really tear it down and really go crazy, I have to cut out some of the things that I enjoy. But I'm okay with it because I know it's for something external. And it's it's a nice way to test yourself and push your limits. And I'm not telling you guys to go get crazy lean and ripped. But if you've never competed before, and I'm not saying go compete, that's a whole different podcast together. But if you've never like had a photo shoot for yourself or a video shoot for yourself or been to you know a competition for yourself, I think it's great to, for you to get really lean once in your life just so you know what it's like, so you can feel what it's like and, and understand the, the mental rigors of it, the physical challenges of it and how you feel and how you move and see if it is worth it for you and for yourself. Now, I would say to any fitness coach out there who's listening to this and has done it before, if you're asking your clients and your athletes to do certain things that you've never fucking done in terms of eating, um, I think you have to at least go through the rigors one time. I just think there's something missing in that practical application. If I had never, you guys, been completely shredded and ripped and live lean, I have a really hard time preaching it and, and saying it to somebody else just because I can say it to you, but if I don't mentally myself know how hard it is or how draining it is or how tough it is as the levels go down, it's really hard to coach other people. So I think for you guys, just to have perspective on it, for some of you, it's it's worth it. And it's easier to live leaner than others. But again, if it's important to you, follow these tips, you'll find a way and you'll make it happen. And then from there, you make the call of what you're willing to give up and what you're willing to put in and how lean you truly want to be. And is it worth it for you? As we say, is the juice worth the squeeze? To have ripped abs every single day. Or maybe it's okay to be a little bit you know, fluffier um, from time to time. And that's fine too. It's whatever makes you guys happy, what you're enjoying. And are you training for looks? Are you training for performance, for sport, for strength, for a hybrid of the three or four? That's your guys' call. So again, 
Any questions, let me know. You want to hear something, hit me up. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.